the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF and Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hey Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Bruce Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Waynetta is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. It's 1012, the weekend gardener. We're uh, broadcasting from the executive mansion, uh, the South Portico porch uh, overlooking, part of it overlooking the Dottie uh, Martin Gardens there. It used to be a rose garden, but uh, it's a nice lawn area, very, very formal uh, looking, and uh, the grounds are, are beautiful right now. Charles, uh, the groundskeeper, and everybody out working this morning, I'm sure they they do that every day, but uh, we are, are uh, honored to be here, and it's been such a pretty morning, nice and relaxing. It's almost like we we uh, we fit in here or live here, but there's somebody who does live here who's with us, uh, Natalie Cooper. Or you know, when, when I grew up, uh, you, your dad and his family were Coopers, uh, but uh, now you know it's evolved into Cooper. 
So uh, Natalie, Natalie Cooper is, uh, is with us, uh, one of uh, Governor and First Lady's daughters, and we're so glad that you came down and joined us this morning. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So uh, kind of nice to wake up and, and, and look out at, at these grounds, right? Yes, it, it's so wonderful, you know. I, I am. Oh, am I good? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that. Yeah, it's a little louder for some reason. So um, it, your mother is, uh, we found out uh, as we toured the gardens last October, we didn't realize she was going to be with us, but she, she actually came down and, and took us on a tour of the grounds. And I was uh, somewhat familiar with them. I know Rufus has been here many times, but uh, it's really extraordinary. And your mom really knows her stuff. She really does, yeah. Yeah. Now, your dad, who uh, I know your grandfather uh, had some tobacco acreage, and I think your father worked in tobacco, and so he, that probably messed him up for the rest of his life <laughs> when it comes to gardening, because that's, uh, that's just no fun, uh, priming tobacco. But uh, your mom, on the other hand, uh, has, has just uh, really taken the lead here, and she's, she's done so much. We've talked a lot about the, the grove of longleaf pines here, which is extraordinary. They're usually not happy around here. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of uh, the ideas, and I know Audubon is, uh, is connected somewhat now with uh, the mansion and uh, some of the yes. grounds programs. Mm -hmm. And you are, in, are interested in insects, and that's so much a part of gardening, the, uh, mm -hmm. the, the uh, essential insects that we have, not just ladybugs. Praying mantis? Yeah, you know, uh, there are a couple of species of local mantises that, you know, I mean, you know, not, not as much with helpful of birds, but um, like there is the Carolina mantis. So, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. That, that may be the creepiest insect <laughs> there is because their heads turn <laughs> around. The they, yeah, they, they turn around, but in some of them, I, I don't know if it's the Chinese variety that's mm -hmm. so large. There's a lot of large species. Uh, you know, I actually I did keep mantises for a while. I had a giant Asian mantis, and uh, yeah, they they get, like like how big? Uh, well, from head to wing, uh, I'm trying to imagine like at, at least five six inches or so. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have that uh, as I go to bed tonight. I'll oh, they're think you know, about that. If you're not a if you're not an insect, you're fine. Yeah. Or if you're not a male, well, actually, praying mantis. Oh, yeah. Which, which one? <laughs> actually. Which one so, of it is that eats the other one? Actually, so that's actually a miss. Okay, well, they do sometimes cannibalize. Um, I don't know. Is this okay to talk about on the radio? Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Can't, you know, so, sure, we talk about cannibals all the time. Well, uh, so there is this common misconception that, you know, when they mate, that the female will just bite off the head or kill the male and uh that's actually not really the truth i mean cannibalism does happen because the male is small uh, like a lot of the time smaller like sexual dimorphism you know there's like a smaller male and, and if the female is hungry she may eat the male but that's only or save the head for your hors d'oeuvres yeah no i mean you know cause they, they eat them and uh you know one of the reasons they might do that is their like yield size is bigger with that but it's oh. only like for the any of species, the max is thirty percent of the time, but it's like not really like a ritual or anything. Mm. You know, it's like I don't know that that's just a very strange misconception that it like. Did you major in, in entomology I or did anything? Not no. 
Now, we have a bug fest over at the, the museum every year. I'm yeah. sure you've been to that. Oh, yeah. And I, I did a panel one year with my uh, – I did have a pet mantis that um, I had people ask questions about her. And, now, I think I remember years ago that, <laughs> that you and your sister listened to our sister station, QDR, the morning show. Now, Mike Wheelis and I actually – we had some people up there the first year they did that, and we ate some of the bugs. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I think we ate crickets. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there is a, you know, when now that we're moving on to topics of, like, environmentalism, you know, there is the talk of, you know, with the farming, you know, with meat farming and all of that stuff, you know, bugs are a more environmentally friendly meat option. Hey. You know, all over the world, you know, it's. Rufus, have you ever delved into. Uh, <laughs> Rufus's uh, mouth. Rufus's mouth is wide open, and a bug's going to fly in there, sir. Well, Shut yeah, your mouth. Yeah. When I went on that economic <laughs> development trip, they they had fried uh, crickets, mm-hmm. and they were candied sort of. Yeah. And I found it very delicious. Well, you were cheating because they were fried. I remember yeah, right. Tony Avid said when he went to China that they uh, they served they were they were fixing uh, deep fried um, wasp larvae. Oh, wow. He he took nabs. <laughs> he did not partake in all of the local cuisine. So have you, so have you seen any interesting in- insects around the grounds here? Um, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we do have uh, swallowtails and uh, monarchs come into the... But, you know, the, the most important insects are the ones you, you know, a lot of the time don't see. You know, the smaller ones and, and worms especially. Um, you know, and it, it is a little bit sad because I noticed that downtown... Pretty much the only species of bird you see are like English sparrows, like mm-hmm. even, uh, yeah. you know, and they're an invasive species. And um, the only time I really see other birds is like on the Capitol grounds after it rains, a bunch of robins. For birds, for getting for the worms. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and right and by the way, what is the difference in a regular fishing worm, Natalie? And and what we used to call a night crawler. We, uh-huh. we fishing, oh, everybody here, the little, you go out at nighttime, you have a flashlight, and if you're quick enough, you'll get that night crawler. Is, is that the same thing that these robins are out grabbing? You know, I, I, I honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know that they are like a, a feeder insect. Um, I'm not really sure if they're different ones. I, I'd have to look that up. I, I, I'm pretty sure that they, I don't know. I, I don't want to spread any misinformation. Well, the robins are you quicker know. than you. Yeah. Oh, I could, look, I could look it up. They but, can, uh, well, you so have she, something that's taking up residence on the yeah. South Portico over here on the top of the uh, lattice. Well, hopefully, if it's in English, whoopsies. Did I? Wait. Oh, sorry. There is a nest up yeah, there. Yeah, there is a. Yeah. Um, it, it could, well, robins actually nest on the ground, so. Yeah. Um, well, we've got be. one that likes our gazebo for some reason. Oh, really? really? Well, I guess they have it's to. They have to go high. where they. Uh, like maybe, yeah, I guess sometimes they have to go where they can. Yeah. 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 Well, we might take a look at that yeah. one. So yeah. um, I found one in my Mahonia. I have a, mm-hmm. a large Mahonia plant, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's not easy to get in there because all those stickers and, and they had a nest in there. That's smart. Yeah, it's the and, and we have them that like our four hundred and fifty dollars Japanese maples. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> I see a bluebird house uh, yes. out there. Um, you know, we uh, have had some bluebirds. Right now, we uh, do have a. Uh, at our house, we do have a chickadee uh, that oh. are about to, um, they just flew out recently. So um, Carolina chickadees, you know, um, they're just a little bit of a smaller species. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So uh, I was talking about on the, the topic of 
insects and like who eats insects you know a lot of people you know they really don't think about what the main diet of birds are you know and the importance of you know planting native species uh, most of them eat bugs uh, and uh that's the big thing, you know, right now, um, a lot of people are needing to take down their feeders because of the um, avian flu outbreak. And uh, I've noticed that a lot of people are very concerned about like, are my birds gonna get anything to eat? You know, what are we, mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, you know, um, the biggest thing is insects. And the way that you can help the birds is to try to paint, uh, sorry, plant native species. Absolutely. And I know your mother has, uh, has really worked to try to have only native species of plants mm -hmm. uh, here on, on these grounds. And uh, that's, you know, that's a great idea. That's why she didn't want Rufus' hellebore. Yeah, I offered, <laughs> offered the hellebore and she said, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh. She, uh, she's also interested, she's interested in vegetable gardening. And uh, mm -hmm. I know they're, they're vegetable. Uh, when we came in, in the fall, there were vegetables. Uh, I think they were greens, so like uh, some salad greens mm -hmm. that were planted in pots around the place. So. Yeah, we had some chard um, and some kale. Yeah, uh, you know, we we do have fewer vegetables this year. I I don't know if we have the we did have some scuppered on grapes, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, mostly our focus has been on the native. Now the chef uh, uses the chef here at the mansion uses those. Uh, the scuppernongs at one point, yeah, and we did uh, the first year that I came. First couple of years, we did have some Carolina reapers. Um, you know, we, oh, we we have peppers. The, yeah, you we like have pepper hot peppers. Those peppers are a lot. They're actually, I believe, still the spiciest pepper, or at least like second spiciest. Maybe one is taken over. But um, I brought uh, Rufus likes likes hot peppers, and I brought Rufus uh, some candy and Nelsa, a little chocolate candy from Asheville that had uh, skull and crossbones on them, and they had the Carolina Reaper inside. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. That, uh, they haven't been the same since. <laughs> Either one of them. They, they just... <laughs> yeah, th those are, you know, even a person who likes spice, they're, they're quite a lot. We, yeah. we do plant fewer of those. Did, no. did you just say that there's one hotter than the Carolina Reaper? I'm not sure, but, you know, I, again, I don't want to spread any misinformation, but for a while they were considered the spiciest, and maybe they are still the spiciest. Um, I would have you're, to. you're using a nice term, spicy. Uh, yeah, uh, well... <laughs> Yeah, I would say it's a little more like a pain index. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's probably probably true. Do you have a favorite area here on the grounds? Oh man, I, I do. I do have a lot of favorite areas. Um, you know, I, I do. You know, I I do like you know getting to see our beehives. That's um, right. They're beehives and and uh, honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they produce we do honey have, here. They are, yeah, I really do like to, you know, I used to be afraid of bees, and yeah. I'm still afraid of wasps. Um, I've been stung enough, I'm you should be. Them, but I run too fast, for, I've never been stung. Oh, not, <laughs> not me. I'm like, I, I'm, apparently. I mean, well, I mean, you know, accidents happen, but yeah, no, uh, but you know, bees are pretty important, you know, I know that the, most of the honeybees are European honeybees, and there's uh, been some debate about that, and uh, I don't know if a lot of people know there used to be a bee that's the Carolina honeybee, um, and that went extinct. There's, uh, it's amazing how many varieties of bees, we just say we got honeybees and we got bumblebees, but there's mm -hmm. so many, so yeah. many different types of bees, with 
Yeah, so yeah. Um, we need to be more cognizant of that. And I think uh, looking around with all the blooms and things that attract bees and the fact that you have hives here, you're certainly doing your part here mm -hmm. at, at the mansion. And, so. you know, wasps do pollinate as well. You know, there are species of wasps that do. Yeah, um, we don't think about that. You know. What uh, about hornets? Are they? Well, uh, hornets. Boy, they're, they, they're, they're staying really hurt. They're actually uh, considered wasp, technically. Wasp is actually a really big um, sect yeah. of insects, like yellow jackets, hornets, all of that. So I'm afraid of all that, so I can just say wasp. Yeah. And <laughs> there you but, go. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of, uh, you know, there's actually... I don't know if you all know about the invasive stink bug problem we've been having. You know, I I did hear about that, but you, why don't you talk about that? Uh, uh, you know, because it's coming up to North Carolina, if any of you all have seen. Um, I think it's the um, marmalated uh, stink bug. I think it was mentioned uh, in Georgia mm -hmm. most it's recently. It's been traveling up. You know, it started in Florida. Everything seems to start in Florida. Like, I mean, yeah. as in, like, the invasive species because, right. you know, it's just such a nice climate. But, yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that um, scientists have, have been looking into is that in their uh, native area, there are really, really tiny wasps that, you know, keep them in line. Like, you know, they uh, kill some of their offspring and uh, they are starting to, you know, experiment with that and see, mm -hmm. you know, but it's obviously a pretty dangerous thing sometimes to unleash one species to get rid of another species. But, um, you know, stink bugs, they have been doing a lot of damage to, like, crops and, you know, fruits and, you know, not just being stinky. But, you know, we do have invasive insects, but, um, you know, most of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just our stink bug can get in your house, too. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not fun. I think that's what a lot of people think about most. But they, they do do a lot of damage to orchards, especially. Like, you know, people who run orchards really hate them because they'll... You know, put I prefer them. ladybugs personally. Ladybugs are great. Birds don't like them so much. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, in the house. Oh. <laughs> if I got to get somebody in the house, a ladybug would be fine. Ladybugs, well, if you're going to get bit by something, it might as well be pretty. <laughs> I don't want to be bitten by a ladybug either. So I, don't I, don't, I don't know that they bite. No. They well, don't bite. oh, wait. Oh, they do? Oh. Really? Wow. That's because you're mean, Nelson. They don't like mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much. Yeah, for, I'm sorry for, for coming down and joining yeah. us. Uh, yeah, and it's really nice to be here. Yeah. Um, and you can stay with us if you want to. Yeah. We'll be on until 11, but uh, we need to take a break. Yeah. And we'll be back with more of The Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1036. We're at the Executive Mansion in downtown Raleigh, uh, Jones and Blunt and Person and Lane. We're uh, right among all of that and uh, beautiful grounds and uh, the gingerbread house here that's uh, so famous, the Executive Mansion uh, in Historica Oakwood. And we're, it's been such a delightful morning and uh, made even better. Uh, the Governor and First Lady are out of town, unfortunately. Uh, we were hoping they were going to be on, uh, but you know, scheduling is scheduling. And when you're the Governor and First Lady, you have to be where you have to be. Uh, but 
we're so glad that uh, Natalie Cooper is with us, uh, one of their daughters, and uh, we've been talking about bugs. And Rufus, I'm really concerned about this nightcrawler thing. With uh, I mean, you haven't been you haven't been doing that at night lately, have you? I, I tell you, if you're gonna fish, you have to have nightcrawlers. And Natalie is looking up over there what the difference is with nightcrawlers. <laughs> Natalie is interested in, in insects. And, you know, the and if you want to grow, so grow nightcrawlers, remember I gave advice some months ago. Take your buttermilk, pour it on the ground, cover it with a bucket, Pam. You will get, I don't know whether it will be nightcrawlers or whether it will be earthworms. But that's how you create worms. Mm. Now I know that I'm I'm getting looks of skepticism. I don't know now. if you're creating Is that them. What so you much did in the mountains? <laughs> oh yes. Well, no, I've done it here. I've done it here to create worms here. Here on these grounds. But, but every Natalie brought up something every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now may I have permission to not? I'm, I'm going to tell a story about a bad thing I did. When I was attorney general. And you were here at the mansion? And Governor Hunt was governor. And the SBI, which was under the attorney general, was doing security. And one night, the governor and Mrs. Hunt were gone. And so here comes Rufus Edmiston over. And we got hungry. I got into the freezer. I found some hamburger. I cooked hamburger for everybody. <laughs> we had a meal here, and I don't think I ever told the governor that. I tried to clean up. It's sort of like if you you, you leave, you bomb a day to leave, and you, you have a party at home, you think you clean up, you don't. But I've never told that to this day. Well, and, somebody's going to tell him now. And now somebody's going to tell him, but I know, I know about that kitchen 35 years ago. Because well, I fixed a meal for all of us. We were hungry. <laughs> well, that's great, Rufus. You, 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 you didn't put that in the book. No, I didn't. In your autobiography. I, I think, think it's, I think I think it's you, been long enough you won't get messed up. Yeah, I was wondering about the Statue of Limitations. Statue, yeah, Statue on of that. Limitations. Right. Is was that a and e Natalie came to my book signing. I did. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that quite was, a crowd that, that night. Nice. Yes, it was. was great. You remember the, the lady that jumped up and said, I gotta go. <laughs> she was I on gotta the front go. Road. I gotta go turn the lights on. I gotta go. And I thought, what in God's name is happening? It's somebody you brought. That I said something, and she just pranced up and left. She had to go. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We've been uh, mischievous this morning. Haven't been taking calls like we should. Roxanne. We lost Roxanne. She was in Greensboro. Uh, you know, the Eastern North Carolina Iris Society, an affiliate of the American Iris Society, will sponsor an accredited show, Carolina In My Mind, uh, tomorrow at the J.C. Ralston Arboretum in Raleigh. Entries will be accepted at 8 a.m. until 9.45, and judging will be about 10. The uh, show will be open to the public noon until 4, and it's free. Potted irises will be uh, on sale at the show, and uh, anybody is welcome to enter name varieties of irises. Rufus, do you have something? I mean, you won a, a ribbon at the Hemerocallis Society show, so you got an iris you want to enter? And I don't. I, I just have, I, I have one from my mother's garden that I will always treasure with the uh, yellow center and the very purple. Hmm. 
bloom. If you want unusual iris, uh, they, they certainly have them. And if you have questions about iris, great. It's over at the Arboretum. You need to go to the, the uh, J.C. Ralston Arboretum in Raleigh anyway. Those are beautiful grounds. Uh, this is kind of an arboretum here, too. Uh, so it's, it's, I count this as, as one of the, the four gardens, the botanical gardens, the uh, Duke Gardens, Arboretum, and the Executive Mansion Gardens. So, um, and I believe that Charles said that they are having tours now. I don't know. I don't know how you find out about that They're through uh, <coughs> state uh, capital visitors. Yeah, the, um, the website said that you have to contact the capital area visitors bureau, um, schedule a tour. It you need to schedule it at least two weeks ahead of time so that they will be sure that they have someone here to to assist and to bring you around. Uh, they prefer you to have a larger group, group of, say, five to ten people rather than just singularly. Yeah. And um, they are free. And this is a five-acre property, and it is beautifully cared for and lovingly uh, tended. So do uh, get in touch with your uh, tour. And that also includes um, tours of the home, too. You need to schedule those ahead of time. Very good. Uh, Natalie was talking about the environment. Uh, Natalie, I bet you didn't know that black cow, uh, you're helping the environment when you uh, buy a bag of black cow. It's composted manure. You see, the, the black cow process helps to repurpose manure. So it's environmentally friendly. It's, it's the perfect compost. And it's beneficial for your garden and lawn. And black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. And it helps to retain moisture, too. And your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Every, everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. And we were also talking about birds. Now, Wild Birds Unlimited is uh, giving away a pretty cool feeder uh, this month that's been going on. We've been registering folks at WPTF.com, and it's a clear dome feeder that protects your seed and feathered friends against the, the weather. Wild Birds Unlimited is also including a super blend seed for your birds with essential protein and calcium for nesting families. And to win this, just go to the contest tab at WPTF.com and register. And uh, Natalie, do you have any information on night crawlers? Uh, well, uh, they're both species of earthworm, uh, so I was... Uh but the night crawlers are much bigger, apparently. Uh, Did you notice that, Rufus? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They're uh, the red worms get up to two to three inches, and night crawlers up to fourteen inches. Um, and uh, yeah, Gosh. this is a yeah. So you can look up red worms. So red worms are the typical. I think I'd run from them, especially at night. We call them red wigglers. Red wigglers. Red wigglers. <laughs> red wigglers. Yep. Right. So call them snakes. A, Yes, yeah, so, you know if you know if you've got if you see some birds in the um, the night, robins, the night crawlers we find up at our barn, and boy they'll they'll you can make you can make bait out of them. Like you ever yeah, see them? You got to be quick every, to every get them. Five or six cast. Do you, you ever see them during the daytime? Oh yeah, we, we, well yeah we know where to get. Well, them Well, that's up a misnomer the then, Reuben. <laughs> well, that's when we we would get them from the fishing the next day, and use an old Prince Albert tobacco can <laughs> to put the put the night crawlers in yeah and put it in your vest pocket and put it out and put it on that hook 
Yep. And I bet you there are a lot of listeners out there right now that know exactly what I'm talking uh, about. I'm sure they do. What kind of fish do you attract with a 14-inch nightcrawler? You don't, oh, a you big, don't use a 14-inch. Big, big, <laughs> just big rainbow it, trout. Yeah. Big old rainbow trout. You, you, you break it in two. I know that's bad, but yeah, just but break it in two and you get like a, say, a lot. You, you, yeah. make, you can make five or six casts. Yeah, that's right. Those. You can catch about <laughs> five or six fish. Uh, now we're getting into yeah. beheading no, and no, decapitations. No, and well, don't forget, this started with, ca- uh, with cannibalism. Breaking worms and <laughs> in a half. It's, it's not bad. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Natty's already puffed that thing that I loved about it. the male always been eaten. She just says that's 30% of the time. So. Yeah. I can't go around saying that now. Well, next time sure. you use that in a speech, I've you'll used know. it before. Well, a lot of people use it, you know, to talk about, you know, with women and everything. They're like, you know, <laughs> you bring in feminism. <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of women, here's the saying of the day. Yeah. Wrinkles uh-huh. should merely indicate where smiles have been. Mark Twain. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry your father isn't here because uh, this is from. Uh, Cliff Joyner, who uh, ah. who grew up with your dad, who's your dad's age, and went to Carolina with him. But uh, he's a uh, financial planner in Nashville, mm-hmm. and uh, he sent Rufus and me these nice books. And Rufus reads from it each day, but it's become <laughs> the Cliff Joyner saying of the day. This guy's getting so much free advertising, but he's the <laughs> nicest man I know, <laughs> I think, so. All right, that that's just a little story behind the story there. Well, Sh- I think sure that's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at any rate, uh, did you say that somebody was calling from? Somebody was calling from, from but they hung up because we did. We we waited so long talking to him from Green, Roxanne from Greensboro. Now she can call back if she wants. If to. there's anyone else saying, because uh, uh, I guess we we haven't been talking too much about like specific plants you know this show goes off the rails often this is Uh, this is where you uh it goes where i want it to go basically (laughs) (laughs) you know it goes where he lets it go yeah that's right or yeah if it gets out of hand it's where i let it go and one one day we had a little discourse on on liver mush that lasted about 30 minutes are you familiar with liver mush i am not no they don't you don't need need to worry about it (laughs) yeah well go ahead natalie what are your favorite plants to talk about Oh, well, uh, you know, we were just mentioning, uh, well, did we talk about, I think, were we talking about it at, in, during the break? I think we were talking about, like, with trees, about how white oaks are, you know, really important. How many species did you say were? Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Um, interestingly, Doug Ptolemy, who is a professor uh, at the University of Delaware, did research on um, how many insect species and birds and mammals all are benefited by particular native plants and the white oak is the champion it hosts over 300 different insects Um, this includes caterpillars beetles bees um, different types of worms and things like that as well as birds who benefit from the food from these trees and also the mammals who benefit from um, some form, whether it's the oak off the tree or using the leaves somehow. And it's incredible how many of of our native uh, flora and fauna depend on other natives. And um, it's it's miraculous to see these big, beautiful oaks here on the property and know that you're hosting in this little oasis Mm -hmm. in downtown Raleigh 
you're on this five acres you're hosting all these different species and keeping things going and i think your mom talked with rufus and me about uh the importance of these large trees and how yeah. they are working so hard mm -hmm. to maintain them and and keep them alive Mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, an extraordinary thing to do in a in a big city. Yeah, and I know we don't have the greatest track record of you know with the longleaf pine. You know our. But you your longleaf pines are doing really that. well. Yeah, I mean they're you know they take a while to grow, but you know if you um, look at what our longleaf pine population used to be, mm -hmm. you know before people moved in and started logging, right. and they're. They're rare now. Yeah, you know, and most of them are in the sand hills there. They yeah. prefer the sandier soil. But yeah. this, uh, I think your your mom has proven so far that, that they they can work here. They can yeah, grow here. They can. You know, they're not doing uh, they're not doing too much right now. But you know, they're. I mean, but the oaks are hundreds of years old. I think. Right, uh, and uh, these probably some of these magnolias on the property are mm -hmm. are uh, are doing. Uh, pretty well and and are pretty old in themselves yeah. but uh, I don't know is there a book is there a book about the executive mansion oh there's a there is one you know there but there's not too much about the gardens uh, that's I'm a sure shame that, yeah you know that is one thing you know we've always kind of wanted to push you know I was looking a little bit of info this morning and for whatever reason the history and the information about the gardens here was offline yeah so i don't um, know if it just oh they it took was it, it down, just took it. oh um you know I, I don't know if that was like intentional or anything you well know? yeah I mean, they, yeah i don't uh, know it's just that particular maybe they're are, maybe they're going to add to it or do yeah. something yes because we're doing a lot of new things I you bet know so. like you know even in the the longleaf pines are i think we just started those three years ago and uh you know we're just planning a lot more but well, I mean, maybe your mom should should uh, do a garden book on the executive mansion gardens you know i honestly think so because yeah, she um, could do that if you look up you know the audubon um i, w I was going to plug their um yes. they have like a huge list of all of the things that you can plant like with uh, native species um it's um at the um nc audubon and it shows like the gar uh, garden plant list Mm -hmm. And um, it has a couple of plants on there that you can plant. Um, but, you know, if you just look up, like, the North Carolina Audubon Society, they'll tell you a lot. But, yeah. um, you know. And as we mentioned, uh, your mom and, and the, the mansion uh, have uh, are working with the Audubon Society yes. on uh, a project, big project here. Mm -hmm. So... Um, and uh, we're also working... Uh, yeah, we're, we're working with uh, several people because, I mean, obviously... You know, my mom does know a lot about plants, but, you know, mm -hmm. she's not a professor. You know, she's a law, has a law degree. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there are a, a lot of things that you can plant. I don't know if uh, you have any questions about certain things, you know, because uh, I was talking about the interesting insects that we have, you know, with butterflies. Um, right. And caterpillars are the most important thing. Uh, we were talking about the break with them. So the mansion does not use any pesticides. Mm -hmm. I know that that is a common thing, you know, and I know caterpillars eat leaves. It's not wonderful, but caterpillars are the main source of food for a lot of birds. And I was talking about English sparrows. Like if you go downtown, you don't see mm -hmm. a lot of birds. That's true. Here, you don't. You, we're just in the middle of it and see all sorts of birds we right. don't see english sparrows here because we have house benches 
and house finches kind of keep them away. And, um, you know, if you just plant a variety of plants, I know it's hard to do, but um, the birds really need your help right now. I sure do. A place to hide, place to nest. Mm. Um, so, I mean, you watch them on feeders. They're very nervous. They're yeah. always looking around uh, for other birds to attack them or... Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah, they need to, <laughs> they live a precarious life. Yeah, and uh, even if you can do, like, native berries, there's a lot of, you know, because if you don't right. want to have things that caterpillars are eating, you know, there's a, a lot of berry, like uh, blueberries. And there's, and we have so many pretty plants, you know, that are just here. You mm. know, we, we've got, like, a goldenrod. Um, let's see, what was it? Um, and, and people also talk about their hummingbird feeders. They're like, I want to see hummingbirds. Yeah. Um, and there are several uh, flowers. Uh, let's see, what is it called? Uh, the dwarf crested iris, um, coastal sweet pepper bush, uh, foam flower. And there's like, yeah, apparently there's about 20 varieties of flowers that yeah. are going to grow. And hummingbirds will come. And we see hummingbirds on those flowers sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's always a treat. You know, uh, squirrels can be, I uh, hate to segue from. No, they're, from squirrels. The, squirrels. Are uh, a big topic. <laughs> yeah, they are a big talk, but They can be a nuisance, I know. There, there are people for and against them. But they eat uh, flower buds. They dig up plants. They uh, chew on decks and outdoor furniture. They can be really annoying. So put a stop to squirrel damage with I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent. I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent is a safe and effective way to keep squirrels from digging and chewing and botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels just don't like. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent is effective and easy to use and it works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. You can spray I Must Garden Squirrel repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the I Must Garden granular repellent directly in the soil of flower pots to prevent digging. And if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees, spray your trees as soon as they start leaving out. Now, I Must Garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle area and beyond for um, some great products uh, and variety. Uh, look for I Must Garden squirrel repellent at your favorite garden center, and they have it for deer and rabbits, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. I Must Garden. Protect your garden today with safe, humane repellents from I Must Garden. And by the way, Natalie, those are not pesticides. Yep. They're stinkies. <laughs> no, they're all good essential oils. They smell good. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're spices and all of that. This is mm -hmm. good stuff. You know, each uh, season... Like spring brings a challenge uh, to the health and safety of your car or truck. And mm -hmm. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive for the maintenance of your car and the effects of cold weather or the hot weather. The hot weather is really worse on it. it it's, you know, it's time to get uh, belts and hoses and fluid levels checked along with uh, any protection for your engine. You know, the antifreeze or, you know, that also prevents uh, overheating. Tread depth on your tires for maximum handling and control of your vehicles are also important for winter weather conditions. King's Auto Service can help you with your preparation. 
And for those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or any other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for replacement. And this usually occurs around 150,000 miles or so. So call King's today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis, King's Auto Service, and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find. Not far away from here, 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and kingautomotive.net. King's Auto Service, King's most, uh, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. And, uh, okay, no break. I was just going to ask Jason if we need to take another break, and he says no. All right, uh, this has been a delight. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much. Yeah, I know I really uh, the, the governor and first lady are busy, and so are their children, and, and we're glad you, you uh, came down to spend some time with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm, you know, really, you know, I'm not my mom, but I am, you know, really passionate about yeah. plants and about, you know, the birds are a big issue right now. Absolutely, you know? and we're glad you're, you're ta- y'all are helping to take care of this. This yep. place. Great job. So, yeah. as each what about your other two sisters? What do they do? Um, so, my older sister, she also works with, she's a lawyer as well. Um, and uh, my younger sister, she does opera. Um, you know, she hasn't had a chance to do it, but uh, she is really, really amazing. So, and she's you all a, are looking, a voice major? Uh, yeah, she, uh, and wow. she also went to. Um, John Hopkins uh, for, you know, with the Peabody School of Music. So Yeah, so uh, Pam is a voice major. Are you? Wow. Yeah. Oh, she wow. She won't sing for us, but uh, <laughs> she's never sung on all the years she's been on this show. No, but, uh, um, sorry, Rufus has. <laughs> yeah, Rufus sang this morning. Well, you know, and if you are looking for a mezzo-soprano or someone in your opera, uh, you should totally call It was my right sister. on the tip of my tongue yesterday <laughs> as I was Yeah, Ru- Rufus, to, uh, I think he's a mezzo. That's a long way from honky-tonk angel. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Pam Beck, thank you, dear, for, for joining us out here. What a lovely day. Uh, Miss Nelson, thank you. Thank you. It was such a treat to be here today. Yeah. Lovely yeah. grounds. Okay. Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena, Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh. Phil, thank you. Yep. See you Very next much. week at the nursery. Yeah. Josh, thank you uh, for the yep. engineering. Thank uh, you. Thanks to Charles, uh, the groundskeeper yes. here, the governor and first lady for allowing us to be here. David Robinson for helping us out so much with coordinating this and uh, all the security people and the grounds people uh, sitting out here on the porch and I don't want to leave. Ah, well, know. we can give you a tour if you want. Yeah, we might just do that. Thank you uh, to everybody. God love you. We'll see you next week.